This week on the Erotic Awakening Podcast, 10 years of the Erotic Awakening Podcast, raising kiddos and kitchen appliances. We'd like to thank our latest Patreon supporters. We enjoy creating this and recording this podcast, <laughs> and we hope you enjoy listening to them. When you become our patron, it gives us the chance to apply more energy towards creating. For as little as a dollar a month, you can not only support the podcast, but also gain access to special content. Head over to patreon.com slash erotic awakening to take a look at the options. Regardless, thanks and enjoy the show. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening. When? When? Right now. Right the fuck now. <laughs> Hi, Dan. Hi, Don. Ooh, I got warm in here. I'm glad that you're enjoying the warm. It is. There's a wind gusting of about 9 million... Oh, miles out there right it now. It is windy out there, but I'm warm. So, matter of fact, it is so darn windy that um, we have a guest at our house because we they couldn't do. fly out. We do have a guest at our house because, yep, the plane got canceled and he can't get out till tomorrow morning. He was at Midwest Olympus, which happens here in Columbus, and um, it was a great time. I got to vend there for a little bit yesterday, so mm-hmm. it was a good time. Mm-hmm. Should have gone. <laughs> I stayed home like a slug instead. We drink a lot, don't we? Yes. Tea, water. Coffee, <laughs> Cokes. Ah, we don't drink that much Coke. Mm-mm. So, Don, uh, our question of the day is dealing with the idea. This one came from our listener, Lexi Lee. Mm-hmm. How do you keep the kink alive while raising kiddos full time? Luckily, we don't have to worry about that right now. Anymore. So the, one of the perks of getting a little older is our kids have been out for a while. So, um, But we did start this. When you and I got together 20 years ago, the kids were... 12 and 8 or something like that. So mm-hmm. our our exploration into kink, we had kids at home. So it was a little difficult. Um, you like me to be loud. So that's a little difficult. But That was one of the things. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we found parties to go to. We started support groups. Luckily, we the kids had their dad that they could go to every other weekend. Mm-hmm. So we did have that every other weekend that we could do. Um, yeah. So part of it, I think, and even if you're not in a situation with shared custody, finding that babysitter, finding a way to, mm-hmm. to have some alone adult time where you can forget about the kids for a little while, super valuable. That's And the nice thing about that and what you and I did with that, because it was a very focused amount of time, we will not have the kids with us from this time to this time. Mm-hmm. That gave us the opportunity to turn full tilt into kink land and to be very focused on, all right, from... At 5 p.m., when somebody picks up the kids, we're putting on the collar, and you go stay in slave mode until mm-hmm. Saturday at 9 p.m. when the kids come back. And right. during that time, we're going to go to this party. We're going to play with this thing. Mm-hmm. And you get to think about it leading up to that, right? You get to right. say, what are we going to do that special weekend? Where What are the problems that we have now? And I don't want to segue into that, but one of the problems we have now is we have so much time with no kids, so much time with the fact that we work at our dungeon, right? Right. It's easy to play whenever we want. So we, don't. so we don't. So you don't put it in the energy of say, let's make sure we play Saturday because we want to have a chance to play for the next month. Right. So, so that's one of the benefits of having those, 
having kids and having to work around them as you make very dedicated plans, how you're going to work around them. Absolutely. So you get to fantasize about what you want to do and make the plans and, you know, and all like that. So, and that really worked for us. And the other thing that worked for us there at the beginning, we made sure to play like 10 minutes each night before bed. Mm-hmm. We had the little, um, if I remember right, we had the little pain sticks. Mm-hmm. You had the little claws and like for 10 minutes, it wouldn't even be sex play. It would be, 10 minutes of like power exchangey BDSM, really, really quiet. And then you would call done and we'd be done and I'd have to roll over and go to sleep. Right. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't about the orgasm. It wasn't about that. It was just building that energy for that 10 minute pocket. And that was really neat. We learned, you learned how to spank with fingertips Mm -hmm. so that it would make no noise. Right. So it was more, more like that instead of like that. Um, uh, well, for anybody listening, it was more fingertips instead of palm of the hand. Um, you know, so we learned how to do quiet things, but it was also very powerful for us because we're in power exchange to just have me go to the bedroom and kneel for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Right. So we'd get home from work and we tell the kids to leave us alone for 10 minutes. Don't yell in our face. As soon as we walk in the door, you know, give us 10 minutes. We'd go into the bedroom take off all our electronics. I would kneel for you. You would put a piece of yarn around my neck or my collar or your hands, or just put your hands on my shoulders or just look at me with your hands on your knees. You would just look at me and make that eye contact. And we were able to keep that going. I mean, we, it was important enough for us to figure out how to do things to keep that energy going. Yep. And, and one of the aspects that I always think about when people say, how do I keep the kink alive when we've got kids in the house? Well, everybody, Regardless of whether you're kinky or not, how do you keep your sex life alive when you got kids in the house? Well, you do it the same way. You said, look, when the door's closed, the door's closed. Knock on the door before you come into mommy and daddy's room or mommy mm-hmm. and mommy's room or daddy, daddy room, whatever. Um, this is our private time. And you as parents are allowed to have private time. Absolutely. And you, part of it is just making sure that you, which is a, a, an effect of kids anyway, is you got to stick to that calendar. All right, kids, you're going to bed at nine o'clock. 9.30, me and mom will wind down. 9.30, mom and I are going to go in the bedroom. We're going to fuck like rabbits. You may not tell the kids that part, right? <laughs> but tell them, look, at bedtime, it's bedtime. Um, it really depends on the age of the kids, right? If you got little itty-bitty-bitty kids, they don't understand that kind of stuff. And, and you have to be somewhat flexible. But again, having somebody else that you can give that responsibility over to, whether it's a sitter or a, or a parent or whatever, and take some time away from the kids so that you can re re-engage in a nice kink life. Mm-hmm. And even when, um, even though we didn't partake in it, um, there are some um, parents that become friends with other parents and they switch off on who watches the kids that right. weekend. Right. So, or there's an older kid in the group of one of them that'll babysit for everybody so they can go to a party or, you know, something like that. There, there's creative ways to do it, but it's very important and very healthy that if kink is important to you to make that time, even if it's just the little 10 minute blips that we used mm-hmm. to do. So, yeah. And the fun thing is, as you listen to the podcast, you can start, if you have little kids, start listening to the podcast now and listen backwards and you'll hear about how to deal with kids when they're teenagers and how to deal with kids when you run into a play parties. We've had all those experiences. Oh, yes, we have. So <laughs> so there you go. Yay. What do you think? Head over to our Facebook group. I just told you what I thought. I know. I'm so not going to head over to our Facebook think? group. I'm asking, the, uh, I'm asking the people listening. Oh, our podcast think? listeners. So head over to our Facebook page, Erotic Awakening Podcast. All one word. And share your thoughts. 
So, Don, not a ton to go over on the notes today, even though we just came back from a three-week hiatus. We did. Took Man, a couple weeks long. off of the old podcasting. That was long. I, I was I was getting a little antsy. I was really hoping we could record today because I'm... <laughs> you were getting <laughs> a little... doing this podcast. But we're... And the funny thing is, as because we've taken a hiatus, not a ton of stuff to talk about. You'd think it'd be the opposite. But yeah. instead... Uh, We've just been disconnected for a little bit, and that's yeah, okay. And and I don't know if it's um, because we just stepped back from PXS and BTL, so we're taking a breather. Um, I've just jumped into vending again, so a lot of my focus is on getting things together and and all that wrapped, you know, all that put together. Uh, we're busy here at the space. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure what happened, or we hit 10 years and went, what the fuck, and just took a breather yeah. for a moment. I, I think part of it for me is we just wrapped up putting out the polyamory toolkit, and True. we've been focused on that for a while, and you know, as you put that done on a project, I've just been leery on starting the next thing, even though this is not the next thing. Mm -hmm. It's just been nice to step away from everything for a little while, and I've had a couple of weekends now where people have said, what are you doing this weekend? Nothing. Nothing. And and really digging that doing nothing. Now, it's suggested that the go get shit done attitude will start to reinvigorate itself a little bit. We'll see. We have started, um, and can't say we've done nothing in the background, right? We've got a bunch mm -hmm. of podcast episodes lined, interviews lined up on the episode, on the podcast. Project lined up. Got the whole interview process, how we're going to get interviews and the technology behind it and all straightened out. So it becomes very automatic, very easy to schedule. Calendar scheduling people to, we're busy, they're busy. That's all automated. Loving that. Yep. So, but we do, you know, I've got, you're relaxing and playing some Minecraft. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm putting together, well, shit, I just started um, apprenticing. I may have said it on the last show. I just started apprenticing to Arcane, who does Arcane's Attic, which mm -hmm. is all floggers. So I'm now a woodworker and leather worker. That was not on my plan, but sure. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'll be out there in the workshop tomorrow, lathing handles that look like dildos that I get to create and sand. And mm -hmm. it's actually a little fun job. Cool. <laughs> so... And then, like and I you, said, lining up vending stuff. I've seen how Arcane will sit at an event, and he'll sit there with his leather working stuff and just kind of sit there and, mm -hmm. and, and braid, I guess. I don't know what yeah. it's called. Yeah, it's oh, it'll come to me in a second. Yeah. But you do the same thing when you're sitting around the house with your plastic bags. you you I doing do. whatever the hell you do with those plastic bags. I do. I, I cut plastic bags for my sister and knot them together so that her and her friends can crochet them for mats for the homeless. Mm -hmm. So, yes, yeah, so I do that. I crochet scarves. I I'm getting ready to start crocheting lap blankets for my sister to donate. And yeah, so I do the same thing. And I know Torx heads. That's what they uh -huh. are. Torx heads on the floggers. And I know how to do that now. So I may be doing the same thing when I'm bending. I do boot bling. That's my plan is to do wire wrapping and boot bling while I'm bending. So mm -hmm. I have something to do with my hands. Otherwise, I play my little games on my right. phone. And that's a waste of time. I'd rather do something crafty. And you know, the funny thing is, I said that earlier today is that, you know, I feel lazy because I'm just kind of just sitting around on the computer playing games. Mm -hmm. And like, is it a waste of time or is it rejuvenation? I think there's a fine line. I think rejuvenation, I actually, what you're doing, I think is rejuvenation. If I play one or two or three games, that's rejuvenation. It's when I realize I've been playing for an hour and nothing else got done, mm -hmm. then I start feeling like it's a waste of time. All right. <laughs> If you're, if this is what you do, don't take this personally. For me, yes, I'm gonna start getting worried if I start listening to laugh track television shows. Yeah, 
television shows that have the, la the, the yeah. canned laugh track in there. At that point that I'm watching, I'm sure that it's a great show and that I'm just a retard and I'm not classy enough to enjoy it. But the two broke girls. I, I think I've watched a half a show. I, yeah. I flipped through that stuff and it's like, not my, my not because, my taste, because but it feels like a waste of time. It doesn't feel like I yeah. I get what you mean, and millions that of people is, love that show. So what the hell? It's am I still on the about? air, right? So yes. millions of people take breaks that way. You don't take breaks that way. If you start taking a break that way, I'll be pushing you to find a therapist. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> or start a new relationship. Oh yeah, so you can watch it with them because it's not my thing. <laughs> uh, no, I thought to take up the time, the spare time. Oh yes. Our random erotic awakening Instagram follower is Piggy Invasion. Find us on Instagram and see the picture of the day as Erotic Awakening. So earlier today, Dawn, we did our sexy dares, oral, 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 all on me. I yes. win. But now <laughs> we're going to do you sexy say truth. You win, but I like to give. That was a win for me too. Well, good. Keep winning. Oops, that's a dare. Especially the first one. I feel like that was a win for me, to be honest. But that's fine. Uh, did you get yours? I'm yes. getting mine. All right, okay. You go first this time. Mine has only got five. Words? words? Six, seven words. Seven words. Okay. Let's see. Doo, doo, doo. Sexy truth question. Hmm. What's the biggest lie you've told in order to get someone into bed? Oh, you know. Do I? Even though, <laughs> even though it was unsuccessful that I'm not married. Really? Oh, yeah. Many years ago. More than 20 years ago? Yes. Thank you. Because um, <laughs> with me, you don't have to yeah, do exactly. that, right? Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Many years ago, I was that guy. Wow. So I knew that about you. Yes. <laughs> you were that guy. You're not that guy anymore. I am glad to say so. I'm not that guy anyway, but I absolutely lie, have lied to get somebody in bed. And I've used the, no, I'm not married. Uh, we're separated. Yeah. Wow, no, and and I, I don't think I've ever lied to get someone into bed. But I didn't do a lot of dating until after I met you. And again, I don't have to lie to get somebody into bed, mm -hmm. right? You know, I'm yes, I'm married. Yes, he knows. Do you want to fuck me? <laughs> that tends to work. <laughs> that does he know? Does he not know? They don't care. <laughs> Good point. Um, most of the time. I think most that, of the time I, that is know, true. That is true. Yeah, there's some modifications to that. They, I've been told that sometimes some people find married guys more attractive and married women more attractive because it won't be that it's just a fuck and it won't be something else. Right. I don't know. We do polyamory instead. Uh, Don, my question for you is what is your favorite part? What is my favorite part? Nothing. Like, oh, a foreplay. Oh, my favorite part of foreplay, dirty talking. Oh, no kidding. Mm -hmm. I like the dirty talk. Fair enough. So, so noted. If it goes with touching and stroking and licking and biting and everything else that goes with that, that's great. But mm -hmm. the dirty talk turns me on. You listening podcast listeners? <laughs> Very good. Good to know. Uh, so before we get into the end of, oh, actually, we are going to talk a little bit about our topic in just a moment. Mm -hmm. Um, and I get to scratch this thing off, Which but, one? um, okay. you'll find out in a minute. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. But currently, apparently new people are still subscribing oh, to that newsletter, even though we're not even talking lately. Yeah. International. And, look, and like that. local and international. Mm -hmm. 
Wow, we are all over the fucking place. Aren't we? So you got to picture this map in your head. Our first listener is from Edmonton, Canada. That's Jess. And that's like far west Canada. Not mm-hmm. super far, but yep. mostly far west Canada. We have Liz Love from Columbus. Ohio. We're from. So now we're back here. Yep. And since we're already here, Lilith from Columbus is also a new listener. Mm-hmm. Margot Lane from Dayton, which Ohio. is about 90 minutes from and here. And you're thinking, well, this is not so international. But now Marie from Sweden. Yes. So that is awesome. So get your shout out, head over to eroticawakening.com and you'll find a link to the Erotic Awakening newsletter, which is on my list to do. Haven't done yet. You'll get one soon. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you know what? You're not. You're, you're really not signing up for the newsletter. You're anyway. not. You're signing out for the shout out. I mean, we'll do a contest <laughs> or something you. on occasion. No, not at all. So, Don, um, the question of the, the random Reddit after dark that came up. I think you plugged this one in, or did I plug um, it in? You must. I think have. I plugged it in. I think you did. You must choose one kitchen appliance to use, to always use, in any way during sex. What do you choose and why? Unfortunately, always use. Yeah. I didn't catch that before. I could picture a kitchen appliance to use for sex. And what counts as an appliance? Does it have to plug in? Mm, no, I would think that a uh, a hand blender would okay. be an appliance. Okay. I don't know if we have one of those. Egg beater? Is that what that is? That's an egg beater, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, we don't have one. I use a fork. Um, a fork every time. I, <laughs> would that count as an appliance, though? I... Don't know who. I guess it's up to us to decide. Okay. Uh, I'm looking around in our kitchen in my head, and the K cup machine. Well, I'll mm-hmm. always have a cup of coffee with the sex, <laughs> or after sex, I can live with that. Um, we don't have a fondue pot. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I got with me. I got no idea. I don't know. So we have a stove, a dishwasher, a toaster oven. Um, I don't know. But the one thing that I thought of, but we don't own. Mm-hmm. And it have to have a modification. Okay. It's an electric can opener. Okay. Right? I was thinking about this when I was doing the notes yeah. earlier. Because I would take the blade off because I don't want to be cut with it. Right. Right? But if you straddle it and sit on top of it, the handle goes down and it vibrates. Huh. <laughs> you just say, go ahead and have fun with that one. But otherwise, depending on how we describe it, I would say wooden spoon. Oh, yeah, yeah, If we yeah. counted utensils as appliances, sure. I would go with a wooden spoon, but I don't know. I don't know that that's an appliance. So, electric can opener without Fair the enough. blade. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Otherwise, you've got a blender. Oh, aren't there things called magic bullets that are like thin blenders? What? Well, it's just the size of it, right? I know what a magic bullet is. That's got. That's it, a, wouldn't it fit? Couldn't I fuck myself with it? No, a magic bullet is those little vibrator eggs. No, no, no. There's little blenders that are like tube-like, and I think they're called magic need, bullets to pulse things. I'm gonna need another three-week break after this podcast. <laughs> I I can perv some stuff. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Not only can you perv that stuff, you can also perv these tentacles. Because I ain't got no food on boobs, even though we're in the kitchen this episode. But apparently, Bomb the Mike sent in a tentacle wearing a kitty mask. That was so oh, cute. That was cute. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious, actually. And then Brooklyn V. So I wonder if she listens to our podcast anymore. She used to. Um, sent in, it was a, a body painted tentacles. So it was like green and pink 
body paint. Mm -hmm. So it was like green body paint on the person and then the green squid, the green octopus with the tentacles all around them. That was really hot. So cool. It was cute. It was cute. Um, and then Kitten Flo sent in a tentacle alien that you have to kiss. And I yes. apparently if you, to save the world, you have to kiss this tentacle alien creature. But I didn't really need the reason. That I saw pretty, it this yeah. morning. That was pretty hot. <laughs> yeah. You'd save a dollar on gas and you'd be willing to kiss that. Exactly. So uh, Pretty Taboo sent an Etsy link with tentacle pins. Mm -hmm. So it kind of like the jar that I have here. So uh -huh, absolutely like that jar. At first I thought you were showing me a picture of that jar. Yeah, so mm -hmm. except they have a few more colors. Some of these are purple in my in my glass because I painted them purple. But in that one, there were some blue ones and red ones okay. and, and purple. So I, I may have to invest. <laughs> and then, you, But you know this glass, right? This was actually given to me some, from somebody from Canada that yeah. came to PXS. Cool. I wish I could remember who it was. That was about five years Probably ago. Probably it was Penguin. Remember Penguin? Oh, yeah. Probably was. Could be. Could be. Awesome. And then you don't know this one. No, I don't know that one. I haven't read it yet. Kaya sent me a demon story. So it's a demons with multiple arms. I see. And you have not read that yet. I have not read it yet. So she sent me a link to it on Literatica. Huh. Which I did not know still existed. It does, it does. I need to get on there. I used to have stories on there, and then I had to pull them all off because we wrote sex stories in Power Exchange. And all my stories that were on Literatica oh, right, ended right. up in sex stories in Power Exchange. So per the publisher, we had to pull them off of Literatica. Huh. So you can't give them away for free if they're in a paid-for book. Makes sense, I suppose. According to publishers. But we self-published our third book, so we can do what we want to with it. There you go. <laughs> Go buy it. We're not going to give it <laughs> Exactly. So, Don, so uh, oh. we say that, right? Uh -huh. But we are teaching a workshop this Wednesday, this uh, Saturday. Saturday. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I said Wednesday. Um, this Saturday here at the space, we're doing uh, the polyamory toolkit. And yep. I think it's three hour long mm -hmm. workshop. And we're going to go through the book and go over some of the tools. Yep. So, you know, if you want to hear it firsthand, come out to the workshop. That's here in the Columbus, Ohio on February, mm, I think it's March 1st. First March 2nd. 1st, you're probably right. It's, it's this Saturday. So, yep. Oh, it's 2019. It. The funny thing is, because this podcast is now 10 years old, shit that we've announced. 10 years ago, yeah, eight years right? ago. We didn't say the year. Ago. We didn't know that we'd have to put the year on it. So people showing up going, where's the class on that thing? Right. So, so. Yeah, it was five years ago. So, Don, uh, we can't stand, we can't sit here and podcast all day. Mm -mm. We have to get packed for the Leather Leadership Conference in Atlanta. We do. On I'm March 15th. forward to that. So, LLC in Atlanta, it's more for uh, leaders in the poly communities, the kink communities, the leather communities, um, people that present, people that produce, people that whatever, right? Mm -hmm. You can just run a damn round table if you wanted to and be part of that or not run anything, but be thinking about it and show up. So we'll be teaching how to be entertaining presenters. And are we doing the podcast class this year or something else? Do you remember? I think we're doing something else actually. I think we're doing something else. So, yes. um, so I know we're doing how to be an entertaining presenter and we, we love that event because it is for, it's not just kink skills. Mm -hmm. So, and it's so, it's so that we can hone our skills as presenters and podcasters and producers and, and running groups stuff. and all that kind running of stuff. That's space. what it's about. Yeah, yeah. Running, running venues. So all that type of stuff. And it's really, really awesome. Met some great people there and we get to see Master Cecil and Darcy again. Which is awesome. Yay. Who've been on the podcast. 
and they have. And I'm going to be talking to somebody from Louisville about vending down in Kentucky. So I'll be talking to them at the Leather Leadership Conference. Awesome. So it'll be fun. So uh, as you can see, if you're watching the video, I've got my little tele uh, my telephone, my <laughs> phone here in my hand. And I've just been kind of glancing through some of these podcasts that we've done over the past 10 years. Oh, yeah? Uh, as of February 12th, I think we decided it's been 10 years that we've been podcasting. It's been 10 years. Hard um, to believe. It's absolutely hard to believe that because I remember being at Winter Wickedness or COPE, one of the two one AIS the two. events, talking to Grey Dancer mm -hmm. and saying, damn it, we should just do it. Let's just do and this we were Well, we were vending at the time. Remember? So we were vending. Oh, we it's it's yeah. been 10 years since um, we've been vending. And we were vending at the time. And we had these um, huge blankets. And I bet you don't have one in here, but that's okay. Um, and we call them Kadishti blankets. So <laughs> these huge satin blankets that had diamond, a diamond, a single diamond cut in it. That's probably, I don't know, each side was probably about four inches. And um, he was podcasting, mm -hmm. right? So yep. he does rope cast, doesn't he? He used to do rope cast. Now okay. they, he's rebranded it. Has he rebranded it? Okay. So, but anyway, he interviewed us about this blanket that we had set up and what in the hell was it? And um, yeah, we decided we wanted to do the same thing. So we uh, copied Great Answer yep. and went off and did a podcast. And it's been really interesting to see that um, at the time, it was Polyamory Weekly, Ropecast. Uh, those were really the podcast mm -hmm. for the kink and poly community. Mm -hmm. Since then, we've seen other huge poly podcasts come out. Multiamory, which was on our little network for a while. Um, our own podcast. Obviously, we're at 10 years and all, reaching, getting close to 500 episodes. Um, and podcasting is all over the place now, right? It's not like, I mean, there's 10 other podcasts, kink and a couple that are nearly exactly like ours from a format perspective. Mm -hmm. um, cool. More the merrier, apparently. True. Though there are a lot out there that sound interesting, and I go to download them, and there's only like four episodes. Yes. Or five episodes, and that's kind of sad. But, um, yeah, and then I have uh, people that will come up to us and go, oh, I just found your, your podcast. I started at the beginning, and I'm like, okay, so if you watch, if you watch, if you listen to one a day, we have 475. Mm -hmm. It'll take you a year and a half listening to one a day to catch up. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Because I want to do, um, I'm uh, um, doing the questions of the day, uh -huh. I'm transcribing the questions of the day over the last 10 years. And again, if I transcribed one a day for the next year and a half, I would get done. Mm -hmm. That's a long ass time. That is a long ass time. So, Wow. So I don't know that I've got really anything else to say about the the podcast being ten years old. It's well, it's interesting, uh, but you just you just keep going. You try and gain some level of consistency, and I recognize we just took a three week break, <laughs> but it's not consistent. No. I'm very well aware of that. And the podcast, like our relationship, has morphed and changed over the years, and it's really interesting. Mm -hmm. um, you can hear as we go through the podcast. My relationship with Slave Bat starts and ends. My relationship with my collared submissive Kaya starts and ends. Um, with the dog that we had, Elsie. Yeah. You could hear her collar in some of the beginning episodes. You can hear um, it wasn't Dusty. It had to have been Arch Arch Archimedes that um, would climb across 
the the table right. as we're recording. Those are pits of ours in case you're curious. Those aren't slaves. Yes. So so you guys that have been listening, you've been through our past dog, Elsie. You've been through the current dog, uh, Ginger, that we've had for five years. Yep. And you can hear their collars on our recordings sometimes. Um, the cat, we had Archimedes. And then we had uh, Claire. And then we had... Well, the the newest two aren't on the podcast because we podcast at the space. So you guys were with us when we had the room, right? Mm-hmm. Before we had the room, when we had the room, now that we have the space. Um, shit. All the presenting we've done. Holy from shit. the creation of, from talking about power exchange and how important power exchange is to us, going through the contest. The title, absolutely. Going through Great Lakes Power Exchange, winning a contest, international, losing a contest, and using that podcast as a blogging platform for that. Mm-hmm. Um, think about the fucking Power Exchange Summit, right? Oh, yeah. Creating a Power Exchange event and talking about how that's gone. And then after s- seven eight, years, eight. turning yeah. it over to somebody else. So now the podcast will be about what it's like to go to an event you don't run, mm-hmm. that you helped create. Poly, uh, Beyond the Love, our polyamory summit, same thing. We started that a year and a half after Power Exchange Summit, and now we don't mm-hmm. have it either. So, you know, we've gone through all these changes, writing the books, getting the books out, the Kingstarter cards. Holy cow. This is documented all of that. Yeah. Documented when we had kids, when we didn't have kids. The granddaughter coming along. Wow. That didn't make it much on the podcast. But no, the it fact didn't that make it, it much on there, right? But that was eight years ago. So, you know, the questions that, um, or the comment that someone made about how they didn't think we were as old as we were, and then they found out how old we are, you know, that was years ago. Yeah. And um, that they were surprised we did a podcast like this. Um, so we, we're going to have gosh. to take a look at some of those earlier episodes, 20, 30, 40, 50, yeah. right? And say, you know, one of the really interesting things is how your perspective changes. And I've talked about this before, right? The whole, my perspective on TNG when I first started, that, that's groups for people that are um, 19 to 35 or mm-hmm. 19 to 40, depending on your area. Um, I was very opposed to those when we first got started because I didn't, I was 35 when we started getting kinky. Couldn't go to the TNG group, right? So the idea that the people that were teaching me you know, wouldn't couldn't teach people that were younger than us. Um, it now, just didn't make sense to me then, right? Now that I'm way out of their age range, but our kids are of that age range, it makes more sense to me. And mm-hmm. in dealing with people that are of an age range of that, I've had two, uh, I've had a collared submissive and I've dated people that are in that age range and there is some shit that we do not connect on. Right. Mm-hmm. I understand why you want to talk to your peers about that shit. Absolutely. So, so our, our, um, the way we think about things have changed over time. But if you look back, look at all the people that we've interviewed as well. Some of them aren't around. Oh yeah. Some of them, their voices are on our sound bites, right? And they are no longer around as in they passed. Yeah. So, and, and we've lost some uh, house members, you know, that have passed and, you know, things like that. So, wow. Um, flag, flag comes to mind. Flag, right. Um, we interviewed Flag along quite a while ago, and then he passed, put out a book, The Forked Tongue, interesting book, interesting podcast. Uh, Master Rick, who used to be part of House mm-hmm. Meta, right? They were on the podcast once, and now they've passed. He's passed. And, Donald Michael Craig. Yeah. We we interviewed him down in uh, Southern Indiana, mm-hmm. so a big sex magic author. Right. So, and he's passed. And yeah. So, that's another so, interesting legacy of the podcast is that. 
there's some history there where you get to capture a little bit of a person. I mean, it's only a little tiny itty bitty slice of them, but it's a right. piece of their life that continues on. Absolutely. So what would you say, and I know this is going to be hard because it's hard for me too. What would you say would be one of your favorite podcasts? You know, I, I, I don't know, but the one that comes to mind is off the top of my head is way, way in the beginning, we interviewed Jay Wiseman. <laughs> I was going to say that. And I can't remember what it, what it was about, but Dan, if we, it, the guy was just, it was just great to have that conversation. And part of it, part of the takeaway for me was to realize we can actually, it was a great conversation, but we could be involved. We were peers in that conversation, mm -hmm. right? It didn't feel like we were sitting in the presence of some rock star, which if you don't know it, Jay Wiseman, uh, he is a rock star of the kink community. At least he was. I don't follow him anymore. I don't know what he's doing. Um, but he wrote. He wrote SM one hundred. Yeah, he wrote BD SM one hundred one. Right. He's yeah. like one of the. He's part of the Janus Society when it was the only organization for BDSM out there. Right. Um, so to have that conversation, I don't know why that one sticks out in my head, but it's one that does mm -hmm. stick out in my head. But, and I'll say another one that sticks out in my head. Is talking to somebody about they liked to go out to places it was a man in his and his i think they were a married couple and they liked to go to places and she would give random people blowjobs and have sex with random people and he would just kind of like be there he wasn't even watching he was just there right he would take off while that happened and i remember interviewing them and talking to them and the interview as we're talking shifted into her saying on the podcast, how about if I just suck your cock, mm -hmm. right? And and it's not because, oh, 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 look at what I got. It was just such, an, such an interesting conversation to be having. I, I really don't take it as a how great it was that I'm getting a blowjob out of having a podcast. It was more of a what an interesting perspective. It was a great reflection of myself to say, I don't want blowjobs from random people that are trying to pick me up during a podcast. That's not one of my kinks. And it was just really interesting reflection. And I really have a hard time explaining why. Yeah, no, I, I, I get that. And we get to do reflections while we interview people. Right. Mm -hmm. So, well, I can remember the episode with Laura Antonu and we ended up, <laughs> we ended up with two of those. Right. Do you remember we were doing a pre-show? Before we interviewed Laura Antonu. Yeah. We were talking on the podcast about how we would be interview Laura Antonu. Mm -hmm. And we were in this little business center at the hotel because we yep. was at an event. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she came in to use the printer as we're talking about we're going to be interviewing her. We didn't know who the fuck she was. Right. And she's just like in there like listening. Like apparently because we were saying her name. She's like, I know. I was just, Who's this chick who's like, you know, nosy and shit. <laughs> That's hilarious. I remember that. And then we interviewed her and we did two interviews. We did one that's the normal, ask her about the marketplace book, you know, and yeah. things like that. And then we did a second one that was much more personal, much more personal and more in depth. That one didn't take. Yeah. So we ended up having a really good conversation with her, but it didn't get saved for the podcast. Something happened to the recording equipment between yep. the, the two minutes of stopping one and starting another. So we got the basic, the basic one of, of the questions that everybody asked her and, and lost the other one. And then we had um, another one that I'm reminded of is the conversation we had with Elwood mm -hmm. um, last year about the Dance of Souls. 
and you weren't sure oh, if you were yeah. going to do the flesh hook or not with the dance of souls. And he asked you, will you regret it in the morning or something like that if you don't do it? Mm -hmm. And that kind of changed your mind. You know, we, we may yeah. not have talked to him if we weren't doing the podcast, just because you're always ships in the night at events, yep. the podcast and interviewing people, whether they're stars or authors or just someone random that we really think they have something to say, we end up sitting down and having those conversations with people, right? Yep. So I really love how this helps us reach out to people. And, and then again, we've got 20 years experience doing this. So we get to share all the shit that we've been through and it's just, it's just really neat to me how this reaches so many people on so many levels yeah. in so many places. I mean, this, uh, anyway, I'm going to um, get all. Weird. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. You forgot that your favorite podcast episode is actually the one where you interviewed, we interviewed Nalen. Oh, I loved that one. Two other. got to figure out my tentacle sex fetish. Two other things that came to my mind. Uh, one of them is. As we're doing the podcast, the very first podcast that we ever did was a just we like fuck it, let's just do something. It was a polyamory roundtable. It was a polyamory roundtable yeah. that at uh, Karen, who was a partner of mine at the time, and has been a partner of mine throughout the entire podcast, her to realize she can't listen to the podcast. She it disturbs her to listen to the podcast because now or even then. No, after, I don't know, into the first 20 or 30 episodes, she stopped okay. listening. And that was the rule from then on. She didn't listen to the podcast. Because you and I are very vulnerable, very open about what we do on mm. the podcast. And she's like, you know, I don't, I don't need to hear it on the podcast. I just, um, she understands because we're polyamorous, she understands that I put my dick in other people. She didn't need the details oh. of the angles and the movements and, and the squishy yeah, bits. And, and we, we talk about that we on We talk the podcast, about all that right? on here. and. That's just like Big D doesn't listen to the podcast. Mm -hmm. He expects that if there's something important going on, he doesn't want to find out through the podcast. He'd rather me right. just tell him. And, you know, and that's my preference as well. I'd rather tell him and I'll tell him if I talked about him on the podcast. Right. I'm like, ah, you were on there today. So where Kat, I think, actually likes the fact that she, I use I her name Kaya on the podcast. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Because they often, it'll start with, um, nicknames and then they're like no you it's okay if you use my name that's cool i just use i just say k2 or whatever mm -hmm. so, no no use my name you know it's like okay mm -hmm. fine you're part of the show now um i think some people dig that as well mm -hmm. and i don't care one way or the other but they are it's if this was a sitcom we're the stars of the sitcom but they're supporting characters right absolutely a lot of our polyamory expertise comes from at the expense of Big D and Karen and Kat mm -hmm. and et cetera, right? Yeah. At the expense of, so to speak. No, but they do get talked about and, and Big D will just roll his eyes a little bit, you know? So, okay, talking about me again, don't get into my personal life. Yep. You know, he's kind of a private person and doesn't want to be, uh, doesn't want to be seen in a certain way. He'd rather people meet him first instead of learn about him yep. through the podcast. And the, the last thing for me on this is that, one of the most important parts of this that continues to be important that I forget about, because I get tired of doing this podcast on occasion, as you on all occasion, know. On occasion, 10 um, years, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, especially when you got a list of nine things to do, it's like, which one do we not do? How high do you want to put the podcast on? Mm -hmm. And um, every time I think I'm getting done or I could skip this week, we have 
been very fortunate to receive feedback from listeners. I mean, yes, we appreciate that when you send us tentacle porn and food on boobs <laughs> and cool shit like that. Um, I very much appreciate when you rate us on iTunes or Google Play or Spotify, which is where a lot of people find us now. We dig all that shit. Mm -hmm. But sometimes people write these little personal, this has been a key for me unlocking this aspect of myself. You guys, through your stories of good and bad, have been examples to what I want to get to mm -hmm. or have helped me through this thing or have made it easier for me to get through a day and all that kind of shit that inspires and energizes us to keep going. Look, I love the fact I see so many toss us anywhere from a dollar on our Pat Patreon account or, you know, subscriber for 10 bucks. All that shit's awesome. And we've even had people that have said, hey, we're going to be passing through town one day. Why don't we, would you mind hanging out with us for a little bit? No, we'll hang out with you. Mm -hmm. And I remember somebody said, um, hey, I want to donate to the podcast. Cool, thanks. And handed us a hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. I said, well, fuck, what do you what what do you want? Do you want a commercial or something? Do you want us to no nah, fuck it? Just so we went out and bothered the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> but this just that kind of both energetic, there's the different energy feedback we get from people. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Be it's a a kind word or tossing a couple bucks at us or fucking pulling us aside at Kinky College and saying, Oh, are we being too loud? No, I just know your voice from the podcast. Thanks. Yeah. You know, that shit's cool. It's it really, it's, 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 it's an energy exchange, all of it. And you know, I was talking to somebody earlier today or yesterday. I'm not sure. And I'll have to think about it to remember who I was even talking to, but um, yeah, it had to have been at Midwest Olympus because I was talking to different people. But anyway, I was talking about the orange hanky and how you wear the orange hanky, but also how through the podcast, I've been able to meet and play with different people as well, because you used to throw that thing out there. Just ask me and you get to play right. with Dawn. And so I got to play with Bad Bunny. Oh, yeah, I got yeah. to play with Boy Chris. I got to play with, um, was it Crazy Heart? I think it was Crazy mm -hmm. Heart up at, uh, up in Canada. Mm -hmm. So, and yeah, so I got some play out of that too, which is weird because it, it's, it's weird because it wasn't what, what we call star fuckery. Right. It was someone being courageous going, I think I'm going to ask them to play and me feeling like an object. So that feeds my fetish. Right. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. Yeah. So I got to meet some really good people. Yeah. Um, and, and no limit to the amount of experiences that we've gotten to participate in mm -hmm. um, or have pushed ourselves to participate in, mm, you know, rationalizing, yep. well, it's for the podcast. <laughs> Let's go to this event for the podcast. All right. I've said my say. I've said my say. I've had a really good time and um, I hope it keeps going. I, yeah. I, I've been missing recording. So, and I don't know why I, do I like to hear myself talk? Do I like to pass on information? Do I, I know you're going to get at least a giggle out of me while we do this? True. I don't know. Is it the truth or dare right now? Is it the questions? I, I think part of it is because we do things like these little truth things, right? Or we do the lists mm -hmm. and I get to learn a little bit more about you. Even after all this time, I get to learn a little bit more about me. Right. So yeah. One, one of my neat. one of my favorites was the 128 slave rules. Yes. Where a lot of them are laughable, but it, there were a couple of them in there that were hot, and there were a couple in there where you you would say, "Oh yeah, I think that's hot as fuck," and I said, "I have no clue what you're talking about. 
Why would that be hot? I've never even thought that you'd find that interesting. And then I get to explain it. And it's exactly. Like, oh, I like that. So there you go. There's podcast number 476, maybe, I think. Either I'm way, sure. 10 years of doing this shit, and we're still not done talking. We're still not done talking. Nope. Bye, Don. Bye, Dan. We're still recording. If you don't Are know. we? Yes. You have to, have to press that button. <laughs> Which button do I have to press? Um, if you want to drive the little mousey. All right. Move the mouse. Where it says end stream.